Hello, hello, hello. Top of the morning to you. I'm so excited this morning. Because this morning when I rose, I didn't have any doubts. This morning when I rose, I had a clear consciousness, awakeness, and awareness that God would take care of me. And that God would lead and guide me. And that God would keep me and cover me and protect me all the way. This is your girl, Frida. Thank you for tuning in to WDGS on your podcast station. Oh my, oh my, oh my. I want to talk to you a little bit this morning. Just a little bit. About strengths. And weakness. How many of you understand and know that every human being carries a strength and a weakness? I remember years ago when I was at work, and I just shared just a little bit story with you this morning. And one of my co-workers, because I always referred to the people that worked in the office, even though they worked under me, and my position was authority over them. I never boasted in that. And I never recognized. I didn't want them to call me their manager or their boss. They was used to saying what my boss said. And I would correct them. And I would say, I'm your co-worker. We are a team and we work together. Because I don't, I'm not the reason that this property is being ran. All of us are the reason that we are maintaining things the way we are. How many of you get that? Oh, I hope you grab that. We are never in it alone. But when all the employees came together, and between the two properties, I might have had like about um, maybe five, five people under me. We could not effectively do the work without all of us working together. So we are co-workers. We work together. I know I make all the final decisions, but we all work together. And I always made a point to encourage them in understanding that. So let me get on with my story. So one of the guys, he was my chief maintenance. He came with a lot of experience. He came as a retired naval officer. After 20-some years. And then he went on to Stetson University. And he headed the engineering department down there. And he retired from there. So by the time God brought us on the pathway together on our journey. Very meticulous. When I say meticulous, organized. He could tell you every single thing that needed to be done instrumentally in the maintenance engineering department. And I remember one day we was talking and that's when I he told me this phrase. Everybody comes in this office with strengths and weaknesses. And I said to him, I said, you know what, Mr. Bill? You may think that's a simple statement, but that is very profound. I said, because everybody in life carries a strength and a weakness. This is why I'm not hard on myself like a lot of people. 
When a lot of people go through transitions and trials and tribulations and tests, they're so quick to be so hard on their own self because they really don't understand the power when you're in that process of trials, tribulations, and tests. But I, even though he was speaking to me in a natural state, See, most times when people communicate with me, my mind is calculating scriptures. I, t- I hear their conversation, but God will connect scriptures in my head. So I want to share with you just about in your weakness as well as your strength. Because we all have a strength and a weakness. There's a scripture in the Bible in 2 Corinthians 12 and 10. And it said, that is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness, insults, in hardship, in persecution, in difficulties. But when I am weak, then I am strong. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. When I am weak, then I am strong. You may be asking the question, how can I be strong in my place of weakness? Because that strength that's inside of you from your belief system, and you know me, I talk about the belief system. If you got to have a belief system, where your belief system lies is where your strength is generated from. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. This is why my belief system is in the highest power. There are many gods in heaven and in earth. Because see, Satan himself, believe he's a God. And then there are people on this earth. They might not even believe they're God, but but people have made them a God. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. People have made them a God because they allowed them to weaken them and they don't rely on the strength inside of them that God has inbred in them. That's why even in our weakness, We are strong. I'm in my favorite spot this morning, you all. I'm watching the sun begin to burst through the trees. I'm listening to the birds. And I tell you, it's beautiful. Now, 2 Corinthians 12 and 10. This is when Paul was going through what he was going through. And that's why he understood. Because Paul went through so much. He was beaten. He was incarcerated. He was shipwrecked. But even in all that he went through, he said, I delight in this weakness, in insults. He was insulted. He went through hardships. He was hungry. He was persecuted. And he went through difficulties. But see, what happened with Paul, even in his weakness, he understood. It was for Christ's sake. And he knew that that strength inside of his womb my goodness would continue to let him survive let's talk about Isaiah right quick Isaiah chapter 40 29 it says he gives power to the faint he is God God gives power to the faint and to him who has no might I hope y'all grab that. 
To him who has no might. That means strength. God increases strength. 2 Corinthians 12 and 9 say, But he said to me, He being Christ, being God, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness. And most of the time, when people are in their weakness, instead of boasting, they revert because they have shame. This is when I understand the level of people in their true walk with God. Because once you have got into your real walk, your true walk, unless you understand that even in a weakness, you will be glad. Because it's then that the power of Christ may rest upon you. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. When we allow our feelings to process things in such a way to make us believe our feelings. I hope you get that. And I got to encourage you with understanding. When I talk about people's feelings, just because you feel a thing does not make you right. Because generally, nine, the greater percentage of our feelings are generated from lust. Oh, I hope somebody got that. Most people get in their feelings because of lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride that they carry in their lives. Otherwise, we will boldly testify when we were weak so we can give people testimonials to understand it's the God in me. It's the God in me. It's not me or myself. That's why I'm not good at boosting and bragging in people. Because whatever people power they walk in, they don't walk in it because they went to the grocery store and paid for it. They don't walk in it because they went to Nemo Marcus and they bought it. They don't walk in the power because they put it on their credit card. They don't walk in the power because they have a good job and they're able to buy the things that they heart desire. They don't walk in the power because of their positions and their acclimates. They walk in the power because Christ rests upon them. Or they walk in the power from spiritual wickedness. It's going to be one or two. That's why the word of God said we can't serve two masters. You got to pick one. Who report are you going to believe? Now to assure you when I'm saying what I'm saying about walking in the power. I'm going to give you this last scripture. And I footnote these scriptures in my podcast description section. Romans 13 and 1. And it says, Let every soul be subject unto the higher power. For there is no power but of God. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. There is no power but of God. When we get to boosting and bragging in people because of what we feel, the power that rests upon their lives or generate in their lives, let me assure you, according to my belief system, that they couldn't have any of that without God. That's why I rather glory the person that give them power than the person that walking in the power on earth because they're not here always and they're not here on this earth eternally. 
So I'd rather boast in the eternal power of the higher power, which is God. And the rest of that scripture says, the powers that be, see, this is where you got to get this, are ordained of God. See what I'm talking about? None of us can walk in any power at any time except that it be ordained of God. And the scripture goes on to say, for there is no authority except from God and those who exist are established by God. Now, I'm going to reread that scripture in its entirety without putting my little pins here and there and pauses. And I want you to really hear this scripture. Romans 13 and 1. Let every soul be subject unto the higher power. For there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. For there is no authority except from God and those who which exist are established by God. My God. My God. When you hear this scripture, if it saturates to your spirit man, not your flesh, not your lust, what you will come to truly understand, you will not let people boost you up Build you up and glorify you because you will understand. You cannot do what you do except it was ordained by God. You will never be envy, jealous, in competition, feeling some type of way. If you see somebody have something that you desire and you don't have it because they didn't get it. They might have paid for it from the store, but the ability to obtain it, whether it be cars, houses, jobs, land, marriages, acclimates, education, it still had to first have a body with a breath. We go back to that was given by God. And once that, that breath came with the body into the world, Every achievement that man has landmarked, they could not do it except it was ordained by God. Because God has the ability. He says in his word, life is but a vapor. He could have cut all of our lives off. Poof, and we would have been gone. Even he didn't have to let Jesus Christ, our Savior, our Advocate, come on our behalf. He could have let the earth remain in water from the time of Noah if that's what he chose to do. That's why we can't get it twisted, people. This is why I appeal. If you get so attached, my goodness, to anybody, because you're looking at the power that they're walking in. You're looking at their achievements. And not to say, listen, don't get it, don't get it twisted. This is not to say that we don't compliment, we don't recognize, we don't give people acknowledgement, and we we give people even honor. 
But even the Bible said, make sure that honor is due to them. Because everybody get honor. It's not due. See, if you're giving honor to a sinner and calling them a saint, then that means you deceiving and lying. Because this is what my Bible says. Now, I don't know how your Bible reads, but my Bible says this. My Bible says that all sin stinks in God's nostrils. Now, I don't, I don't, I don't live with people, and so I understand. I don't know what they do behind closed doors. But if they behind those doors sinning, then they stinking in the sight of God. And who want to honor anything that's stinking? I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying. See, I, I draw the line. And there are boundary lines in life that some things we know better we should not do. Now there's another scripture that says, and I'm not going to footnote these last two scriptures, but you can Google them. And it says this. What is sin? Well, I'm going to ask that question. And then I'll give you the biblical answer for it. It says, when you know, oh my God, when you know to do good. I mean, when we, when we knew that fundication and adultery was wrong. That means when we stole something. That means when we told a lie. That means when we deceived somebody. Because even as a deceiver, that means when you frauded on your taxes. That means when you lied on your, for your stimulus check. That means when you lied for that SBA money. The Bible says when you are a deceiver, my God, you're equal to Satan. He said because Satan is a deceiver of his brethren. Oh, I hope somebody got that. So when you walk around this world and you think you're getting by, but you don't get away because the even deceiving People pretending to be holy and then they can't handle the little weakness. See, that means you faking. You deceiving. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. We have to be consciously minded of understanding. I, I, I incorporate this in all of my purpose of my books of knowing who you are, what you are, when you are, where you are, why you are, and always how are you. Because we live lives, but we never live purpose. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. We live lives, but we don't live purpose. And then the positions we have in life that God sent us here is for purpose. And therefore, in our weakness, when we know this, that we are purposely here, we'll still be strong because we'll trust God. Purpose more than people because they're not our God. Now, in my belief system, my God is omnipresent. I, I don't know what everybody listening to this podcast belief system is. But in my belief system, I trust in purpose more than people. Because people, just like I am, are only here temporarily. It's been many ancestors that have gone on 
before us, patriots and matriots. And some of them, once they transitioned, many people became weak because that's why they thought their lives existed because of the connection with the people. And once the people transitioned and left this earth, they themselves didn't understand their purpose and they became no earthly good. Have you ever seen that? When somebody, mama, daddy, children, transition, they give up on the very life that they were sent here for purpose. And those people who have gone before us, they fulfilled their purpose. And even if they did, guess what? That don't stop us from fulfilling our purpose. Are you purpose-driven this morning? Are you purpose-conscious this morning? Are you purpose-planning this morning your life? I want to encourage you and enlighten you today. If you haven't tapped into your purpose because you have a plan for being here, tune in with us in our Purpose and Plan class. We have four more sessions beginning this Friday on Zoom. Reach out to me via email wdgs one thousand at gmail.com look me up on my links through my website wdgs.org and I will be more than happy to supply you with information how you can come in tune with your purpose and devise a plan for being here. I also have who are you, what are you, when are you, why are you, and how are you available on Amazon. My name is Alfreda Putman. Look me up in the search bar and you will pull up my books. And I pray that something in every one of those books will penetrate into your purpose and your plan. Here at WDGS. On our podcast, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook page. We are always innovatively inspired to encourage you and assist you in making moves that matter. You have a beautiful, wonderful, fabulous, gorgeous day, wherever you are, because you are a part of this day. And until the next podcast upload. May the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires as you delight yourselves in God. Believe in him. And you continue to prosper and be in good health even as your soul prosper. Be subjected unto the higher power. Have a beautiful, blessed day. God bless.